This episode of the podcast is brought to you by none other than your mother. If you do enjoy, and I hope you do, please don't forget to subscribe, like, comment, high five, send me an email, send me a couple bucks, either or. Enjoy the podcast. Wow. What's going on, guys? Welcome back for another podcast. This is Drink Your Podcast. As you can see right next to me uh, in this beautiful screen right here. And uh, we, have a, we have a great show for you guys today. Uh, I had the, what would you call it? I've had the honor of being able to have all of last week off, which we're going to talk about on the next podcast. But because of that, I was um, was watching a lot of different series and in, in, uh, documentaries and stuff. I love documentaries. Uh, hence, I'm one of my favorite uh forms of entertainment to uh to consume but i um i came across this one series uh by an actress a famous actress named leah remini she's if you don't know her she's from king of queens um there she had so many other shows that she was actually um a part of and she's a really big actress uh if you don't know king of queens uh kevin james was in it he's he's a com- uh, comedian really awesome guy um I was unaware that she, Leah Remini, was actually part of Scientology. And after watching this series that she has, I had to talk about it. Um, we've all heard of Scientology. If you have not heard of it, um, I'm going to give you a little bit of a backstory. <sighs> Scientology is like, it's made up religion. Um, I don't really consider myself fully religious anyhow. Uh, I, I am a little bit, but I'm more spiritual, uh, if we're, you know, if we're going to be honest. But uh, Scientology is, is, is a made-up religion, 100%. There's no backing to it, um, 100% fictional. Uh, it, was started, it was started in 1954 by uh, a guy named L. Ron Hubbard. Now, this guy... This guy was an author. He wrote books, um, and most of the books that he wrote were, uh, they were like self-help uh, and therapy books, uh, essentially. And people, people liked his books, um, to my knowledge, from what I, from what I read. Uh, you know, his books they sold and, and they helped people. I never read them, and uh, I don't plan on it, but they, they, he seemed to have uh, read a pretty damn good book. Um. But uh, but yeah, it was started in 1954, and it became a big thing. They they worked, um, they tried so hard uh, to to make it a an official religion, Scientology, and they they struggled. But uh, anyways, I didn't know that she was part of Scientology. So when she came out with this series, basically talking about um, her experience with it and you know, in her experience getting out of it. And, uh, she, you know, she had a bunch of guests on and stuff like that, which uh, was really cool. But apparently she was, she started in Scientology when she was nine years old. Like she joined with her parents when she was nine years old, which kind of at first threw me off. But then when you think about it, I'm like, I mean, if I were to stay, like, if I was still religious, like I would be, uh, I'd be Catholic. And, uh, I mean, that's how I started. You know, my parents took me to church when I was uh, when I was younger, and I got baptized and all that all that jazz. So it's really not that weird um, that she joined when she was nine, but 
when you know what Scientology is, it becomes weird because you're like, why the fuck would you join Scientology? But, uh, but yeah, so that's uh, that was kind of interesting to uh, to find that out about her. Um, let's see. So she joined in 1979 uh, at the age of nine with her parents. And, uh, you know, at the end of the day, she ended up getting out in 2013. So really not that long ago. Um, one of the many things that I learned about Scientology is that a lot of people that are still in Scientology till this day, um, they did start when they were young, like I was talking about. Um, I, since I heard of Scientology, I've always heard of it as like to be almost like a joke. Um, not that it's not real, but that it was like, yeah, man, people that join Scientology are fucking weird. Um, so I've always known it to be a complete joke. And, uh, so it's never been something that I thought people really actually believed in. But after watching her series, I was like, oh my God, like, it almost seems like we should be talking about Scientology as something that happened at one point, but it's still, but it's, it's gone. But unfortunately there are still, it's still alive and well. Um, well, not well. But um, I'm less than... I didn't even finish the series yet. I'm less than halfway through the entire series. Um, and I seriously can't believe how many fucking people actually are part of it. Um, I always saw it as a... Like, when I heard of it the most was, you know, because of uh, Tom Cruise. And uh, he he's one of the, uh, the well-known uh, actors who's in uh, Scientology. But uh, so I always thought Scientology was for like the wealthy people or you know just elite people, um, celebrities, and not for your average people. But uh, that was pretty much proven wrong uh, after after watching this series. Uh, so I I kind of this is probably the first time I really structured like a, a podcast and what I want to talk about because I wanted to hit some some certain points and I really wanted this to be like organized for you guys. Um, so the first thing we're going to talk about is how people get involved. Uh, in my opinion, there's only two possible ways that you you would get involved with Scientology or how you can get involved with Scientology. Uh, the first one is they either, um, you know, the person that joins either hears about it or learns about it firsthand and decides themselves to, to join. Like they kind of take the initiative to join. Um, or they happen to be out and about, maybe at some sort of uh, some event or, or, or function uh, maybe in the industry they're in, so with actors and actresses, maybe they're on set somewhere, maybe they're at a party, whatever the case is, um, and they get recruited. So you either join yourself or you get recruited, which in that sense, you kind of make the decision to, you know, to do it. Um, and the thing with Scientology is if you see it on the face, right, if you if you take it for what what they want you to think it is, it sounds great, right? Um this is what Scientology preaches, okay? They, they basically preach that... Um, they, they basically... They tell people that they will... As an individual, that they will reach like a pinnacle of spirituality and that through the process of Scientology, uh, they will become wealthy, uh, even if you're not wealthy. And we'll talk about that in a second. Um, this obviously grabs people because why wouldn't any human want to reach the pinnacle of spirituality... Um, because even if you're not religious at all, like, even if you're an atheist, like, you would still want to, like, if you could reach a, a pinnacle of life, uh, you'd want to reach that, right? 
So that's really appealing, uh, in my opinion. Uh, I could probably, if I didn't know about Scientology like years ago, I probably would have, who knows, man, I could have got sucked into it. Uh, they also preach giving back uh, and helping out impoverished communities. They're, they talk about helping out communities, and there's a lot of people that join on that basis because um, throughout the series, you you meet different uh, pastors and different uh, people who are already in their community giving back, and they look at this religion uh, as a way to expand that and do even more. So uh, in that sense, they're, they, they're like, okay, I can you know have a broader reach and help out my community even more. So that's super appealing. Um, at the end of the day, what they're really about, though, is the fucking money, uh, which some would argue that a lot of religions are about that. Um, I know in Catholicism, from what I remember, there's every service, there's always a basket going around. Uh, you know, then you find out that the, uh, you know, the head of the church is driving around a Mercedes and you're like, what the frick, dude? I gave you my $2 last week. Um, so like I said, the, the Scientology was started by, uh, a guy named L. Ron Hubbard who, who wrote these books. I thought it'd be, I thought it'd be kind of funny to put this quote in here. Okay. So this is a quote that is, is straight from this guy. Um, now I found this quote after doing some research. I don't know if it's, if it's verbatim or if it's just kind of like, you know, like a, an idea of like something that he said, but it's not word for word. But he, he basically said, I am going to invent a religion that's going to make me a fortune because I'm tired of writing for a penny a word. Okay. Um, so when I first, when I, sur when I first um, started hearing about Scientology and, and actually when I started, before I started really researching, I was getting the vibe that this guy was an author who happened to get into this and he basically created a religion. <clears throat> After a little while of thinking, I said, you know, it almost seems like this guy wrote these self-help books as like a gateway drug to, to believing in what this guy had to say. And I don't know if he meant to do that or if that's just how, is how it happened, but uh, people basically uh, would read his books and they would have this trust in him because of his books, because apparently, like I said, he wrote good, you know, help, uh, self-help books. And, uh, so Scientology never seemed too far off base. They're like, oh my God, so now that I'm like, now that I self-helped myself, <laughs> myself, now I want to use this positivity and and, uh, and become the, the most spiritual and reach that pinnacle of life, um, which kind of makes sense. Like I said, it's like a gateway. Um, I'm sure people don't research Scientology like like I have for this podcast. So you might hear about it and then, um, and then you, but you hear about it from a Scientologist who is basically, they're kind of, they're trained to convince you to join, um, and they tell you lies. So up until like this point in the series, I wasn't really hearing too many things that I was surprised about, um, or that I hadn't learned already. Like a lot of this stuff was like, okay, well, yeah, that it almost just confirmed what I already heard or had known. Um, it wasn't until... Leah started talking about her own experience with Scientology um, and leaving in 2013 that I, I actually became a little bit more in tune with, holy shit, like this is, Scientology is a lot more deep than 
what you think it is. So let's talk about that. Um, so in Scientology, if you if you decide you want to leave the church permanently, you have to. They make you do an exit interview. Now, people don't just leave because they're like, I'm bored. People typically are leaving because they realize what scam it is and how, how uh, you know, in a way, how abusive uh, the Church of Scientology is and, and the leaders and, and the people that are really involved. Um, so they do these exit interviews because they ask, these, they ask people questions, right? They, 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 they say things like, um, they're like, so, you know, can you say that throughout your experience with Scientology, um, Scientology as an organization has never abused you or, you know, all this stuff. And people are just like, agree. they're like, yeah, yeah, that never happened. Yeah, this never happened. Yeah, this never happened. And they basically just tell these uh, these people at the exit interview what they want to hear. Um, the people doing the interviews are told what they want to hear because these people at the end of the day are just trying to get the fuck out. And what happens is they have it all on tape. So people lie to get out of Scientology because they're they're scared. And then when they go to like the police about it or something and they try to like, you know, they try to file like a lawsuit, they're basically fucked because they there's video footage of them basically saying like, oh yeah, that that stuff never happened. And it's 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 really sad, but they have it like kind of set up to uh, really scam people. Um, one of the craziest things that I learned, uh, is that, you know, because Scientology is considered religion, they are, they're tax exempt status. So like with any religion, they don't pay taxes. And with how, uh, Scientology is set up, like you pay a lot of money to join and to stay part of it. Like a lot of money. I'm not talking about passing a basket around and paying two bucks here and there. I'm talking about like hundreds of thousands of dollars. Um, and sometimes for some people into the millions, if you got it. And so because of this, they have all this money that is, they have all this money. They have a fuck ton of money that they can just spend at any, you know, given, given time. Um, but because of that, because of having tax, tax exempt status, there's like a line you got to tell, right? So you can't have so much money on hand at once. Um, and you have to show that you're like that you're like spending it towards the church. So, what Scientology does is they they like build and purchase these buildings and make it look like it's a Scientology building, like another one, like another church. And what this does is it they they hold these like big grand openings that are like completely staged and and they 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 videotape them and make them seem so big and they post that on their website and they're like, see, look at we're expanding like people are people are following the word of Scientology and it, and it gives this facade like this is something that people should join and it's really sad that that happens um not only that but when people like when people are trying to get out of Scientology but even when they're actually in Scientology uh the church hires private investigators to follow everybody like all these people around uh, to make sure, like in some instances, uh, you know, let's say, let's say like two people join together, right? If one person decides to split off, 
um, and, and they essentially become like a non-believer. They become, they, they call them the suppressive person. And because of that, uh, the church makes the non-suppressive person disconnect from them. So even if these two people are still friends, but one is just like, you know what, this isn't for me. Uh, they're made to, they're like forced to not like talk to each other. And they hire private investigators to like get out there and get, get in public and, and just like ruin these people's lives. Like, so if you leave, they'll follow you around and they'll just show up with cameras places and just like ask you weird questions that make people around you skeptical about you. So let's say you're, you know, you're a big business person, right? But you happen to decide to join Scientology and then you get out of it. Um, they'll find you if you're on like a business meeting or something, even if it's like thousands of miles, thousands of miles away, they'll find you and they'll like, they'll just like disrupt your meeting and be like, like they'll ask you a question like, Oh, you know, uh, you know, whatever happened with that, uh, whatever happened with that, that, um, that, you know, that court case that you were in about, you know, finances or, you know, whatever the case is. And, uh, they'll fucking try to try to tear your life apart. Uh, it's really, it's really disgusting, but so if you try to leave Scientology, they try to make your life fucking like a living hell. Um, some would call it a religion, but, uh, others would call it a cult. I would call it a cult. Uh, probably cause it, it, uh, it really is. So I got to turn my, uh, notifications off on my phone here um so earlier i i mentioned that it, you know i thought scientology was only for wealthy people and i fucking apparently it's not because in my head i'm like i imagine that wealthy people are just giving like cash donations right um so if it costs you, you know, if it costs you $50,000 to join the, the church, these people are just showing up with briefcases and just, here you go. You know, they were so all about it that they, that's how they were paying. But uh, I was wrong. So it was completely foreign to me uh, because I knew that Scientology wasn't free. And because I knew it was expensive. Um, so one of the guests that Leah brings on, it was just like an average couple. I mean, if you look at them, they're not rich. Not poor. I would say just like middle class, you know, type people. Um, I, I think it was like the husband. There's different like packages that you pay for with Scientology. And there's like different tiers to get to that like ultimate level of spirituality and uh, freedom as they, as they, they might call it. And I think the husband's package that he, he picked was like a total of like 30,000 or something like that. And, you know, as you get into it, you find out there's little things here and there that they make you pay for. So it's not just the 30,000. Seriously, that's still a lot of money. And then whatever the, his, whatever this guy's wife, um, chose, you know, her package was, you know, similar, probably like 20 or something like that. Um, and they didn't have the money. Cause like most people, average people don't have like 30,000 just laying around that they would be willing to give. So, um, basically the churches got their information. You know, these people willingly gave gave up their information but these churches obtained the right information so that they could help these folks um, obtain like a bunch of credit cards so they could pay the church. And I was like, are you fucking kidding me? So there's like early on, 
there's already so many red flags about this so-called religion that I would have been out already. I mean, I would have been out immediately already. But if you got it until this point, like these folks did, um, the red flag would have been when the church was willing to help me get credit cards so that I could give them money. That doesn't make any sense to me <laughs> at all. That's like the craziest shit to me. Um, but these people were convinced so hard. Like they were in a spot where they like, yes, we want spiritual freedom. Um, and, and, and they thought that they were, that through this church that they were going to get wealthy. So they were like, okay, well, this is a sacrifice right now, but it's going to be worth it. Um, and so eventually, you know, I don't know how long they, they ended up staying in, but eventually the wife and she ended up getting out of the church and she was like, I, I can't do this. You know, whether it was for money, she, I think she just, she got in and she realized what she got herself into. And for some reason the, the husband was still staying in. I don't know what the deal is, but he stayed in. Um, so like I said earlier, when that happened, the church was like basically telling this guy, like, you gotta, you can't speak with her. You have to disconnect from her because she's a suppressive person. Like she's a negative person to have around you on your, on your trip to, you know, uh, spiritual freedom. And, you know, the guy was just, the guy was just kind of brainwashed, to be honest. So I do feel really bad for him. Like, I, I really don't blame him. I blame him for having a really poor sense of judgment, but <laughs> at the end of the day, like, I don't blame him because he, he was, at the moment, it, it, whoever, who knows what point uh, of life they were in. You know, we all had those those points where we're pretty fucking gullible. And this is one of those moments. Uh, so, uh, eventually, this guy got his, his fucking head out of his ass. And he, uh, he left the church. And he was in so much credit card debt, or I should say they, him and his wife were in so much credit card debt from joining and being part of Scientology that they had to sell their fucking house to clear up their debt. Which is crazy to me. That's fucking crazy. Uh, it made me feel really bad because, you know, this was just one scenario where that happened. Uh, there's obviously so many people, so many other people out there that are going through this that are you know, losing their fucking ass just to be part of this, this cult. And, uh, you know, I think another thing what, what maybe makes people stay in it is the threats. Um, Scientology is like, even when, so even when you're part of them, they're like ruthless. Um, like the main, what the main, uh, guy that runs it, uh, David Mis Miscavige, such a weird name, David Miscavige, um, there's like a, a ton of accounts where he was like abusive to people. I mean, this guy's just like smacking grown ass dudes around and, uh, they just kind of cower to him cause they're, they're fucking confused. I mean, imagine going to like the church, um, for a service on like a Sunday and you go up to get your, um, you know, says the, the body of Christ and you're like, amen. And, and then like, you just get fucking cold cocked or slapped across the face. You're like, whoa. Like, you're still going to come back the following Sunday. But you're going to be a little bit more reserved. <laughs> be like, yo, what? Wait a second. What's, go what's going on here? It may take you a few slaps before you actually leave. Um, but, uh, 
yeah, dude, it's it's a, it's a crazy organization. It's it's very crazy. Um, oh, but what I was saying is, um, I think people just kind of feel bullied into staying in, uh, to to a certain point, and they they get to a point where they're scared to leave. Um, it's just crazy. What's really cool though is part of the show. Uh, Leah brings in uh, some of the private investigators, some of the PIs that uh, were hired by the Church of Scientology to uh, spy on people. And, you know, one of the girls was, she's like, I was fresh out of college. I was going to college for private investigation to be a private investigator. First of all, I didn't need to go to college for that. But she had just gotten out of college and it was a, it was her first job. It was a job offer. And she was like, yeah, it seems like a good opportunity. So they obviously, she obviously wasn't told the full scope of why they were even doing all this. Like she wasn't told, you know, yeah, we're doing this for the Church of Scientology and yada, yada, yada. She was just told like, hey, this is what we need you to do. We need you to, we need you to check out these people. We need you to get this information and report back to us. She's like, okay. And it wasn't till like a little bit down the road that she realized like what was actually going on. And, uh, you know, this girl obviously uh, decided to uh, decided to leave. But the crazy shit that she had to do. I mean, this girl was paid, um, like, how deep this goes is, like, they would pay these PIs to go to, um, like, people's houses that were, um, used to be Scientologists that had maybe were just getting out or whatever. And they would go... Um, collect their trash. They would go and get their like trash bags, put them in their cars, and they would like rummage through it to see if they could find any dirt on these people. I mean, they were like, they were like freaking. I don't even know. It was dis it's disgusting to hear. Like these people were getting paid to go through people's trash to find dirt on them just to try to ruin their lives. Um, it's fucking gross, dude. I, I actually I while I was like writing this. Uh, and I was doing some research on this. I'm like, dude, I wonder if they're going to like come like spying on me. Because there's, I don't know if there's a uh, Scientology uh, building in uh, Rochester. But there is one in Buffalo that I saw. Um, and when I was watching the show, it, the show made it seem like it closed down in Buffalo. But when I looked it up and I went to the website for Scientology for the Buffalo um for the Buffalo uh, location, at the bottom of the page, it said 2020. Like, you know how it says, you know, all rights reserved, you know, copyright 2020 or whatever. So they're obviously still updating it and everything. So it's obviously still a thing. So I was like, fuck, dude, hopefully they don't come, like, check me out. Um, like, I'm a nobody, but clearly they don't give a shit. Like, they're fucking dirty. Um, the... So I still have to finish the series, um, obviously. But when I, the last episode that I watched, um, Leah was talking about uh, this girl, Shelly, or Michelle Miscavige, which is David's, okay, the, the guy that runs it, David's wife. Now, Shelly was one of the people that started at a young age. Uh, she joined super early, um, Literally, her parents were just like, yeah, go ahead. And, like, awesome parents. Awesome parenting, by the way. Um, but also, in their defense, they were kind of told a bunch of shit, too. So, without going into too much detail, there's 
part of Scientology called Sea Org, S-E-A, and then Org, Sea Organization, I guess. And um, basically, Scientology, they own like these massive boats. And so this this girl became a, uh, they call them messengers. So these boats were so big that, uh, that L. Ron Hubbard was not able to get around to all the guests that were um, part of Sea Org. And, and so he hired these young kids. Um, and I don't believe it was on any like pedophile shit or anything. I didn't really get that vibe from the, the TV show, but he would hire young kids, girls and, uh, and, and guys. Um, and they were called messengers and they would basically be kind of assistants. Like they would, uh, be the deckhands and, and, uh, go find, uh, uh go find the, the different, uh, uh, what do you call it? Like members, um, if uh, if needed, and and they would carry out all all different types of uh, tasks. So Shelly was that from a very young age, and she, um, you know, up until this point, she uh, it would be 59 years old today, and she was at the time I, I don't know maybe she was like, um, I think she was like maybe nine between nine and 13. I, I don't exactly remember, but anyways, this girl would know a lot. She has a lot of information about this play, about the whole organization. I mean, she's been right there with with uh, L. Ron Hubbard, um, so she knew a lot. And uh, I'm trying to think where where uh, where I want to go with this here, um, but yeah, she would have a lot of information and a lot of dirt on this organization. And um, and as of uh, you know, as of the last five ten years, I, I guess. Um, there's been a lot that has come out about this organization. So if there was to be a massive investigation um, and if Shelly was to um, show any signs of wanting to exit Scientology, she had a lot of information and she could blow an investigation wide open. Um, and she could probably put Scientology to an end, I would assume, based on what I've what I've learned. Um so there's speculation. So Shelly went missing. She went missing. Um, oh man, I think she went missing maybe like like 10 years ago or so. I believe 10 years ago or so. And uh, you know, what's crazy is they don't believe that she like is dead. They mostly believe that she's probably just being hidden by her husband uh, because her husband didn't really bat an eye and the guy is still very well in front of the public about like he's very out in the open and and still you know attends these these uh i don't want to say meetings but these events these scientology events and everything um so they there's a lot of speculation that she's just being hidden um i think it'd be i think it's in la or california um, she's on like a big compound, like Scientology, Scientology uh, compound, and uh, just being protected by a bunch of bodyguards and stuff. And she's basically not allowed to leave. But yeah, she would be fifty nine right now, and she's just hasn't been in the public eye in a really long time. So that it's just kind of weird. Um, so part of the the show, uh, as part of the show, um. Oh, fuck was I going with that? <laughs> I got really deep in thought. And was, uh, 
and, and lost my lost my uh, my thought. Um, but no, that's just it's it's really it's just really crazy that that that, that happened. Uh, let's see here. There was a lot of there was a lot of points throughout the show where people were talking about where you know Leah Leah had uh, these high ranked members on that had gotten the shit slapped out of him by uh, this David character. And uh, it's just it's just funny. Like, if you question anything this guy does, like, he slaps the shit out of you. Um, honestly, like I said, I didn't finish the series, but it's super interesting. Um, Scientology, don't join it. It's a cult, man. It, it truly is. Um, there are so many other... Uh, better religions that you could potentially join uh, that have so much more validity. I would, <laughs> I would think so. Um, if not, I uh, totally believe in just being spiritual and uh, going with the flow and doing what you uh, what you feel. But uh, there are so many. I, like I said, I haven't finished this series, so um, I can't give you all the information. Um, but if you guys want to watch it yourself, I personally watch it on Netflix. Um, but it's pretty much available on. I think all the streaming platforms, uh, a few of them, A&E, um, which I think is free. I think I saw that the A&E app is free. Um, you can watch it on Hulu. Um, like I said, Netflix, any of the streaming platforms you can watch it on. And uh, I think there's four seasons total, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, when I started watching it, I thought it was just like a series, like a, a few, like maybe a few, maybe one, two, three, like a few, um, almost like a docu, like a docu-series almost. And then I realized it was like seasons. I was like, holy shit, like she actually went in on this. Um, so again, super interesting. Um, really, uh, really cool to hear the stories and all the all the different stuff that happened. But I can't tell you everything. You guys got to go do it yourself. Um, as always, I appreciate you guys uh, sticking this one out with me. As I was watching, I kind of knew it'd be awesome to do a podcast on it. And uh and uh, anything that, you know, anything that seems interesting to me, I figured, yeah, why not just put it out there and see if you guys would enjoy it. Um, as always, don't forget to subscribe, okay? Subscribe, turn on those notifications. Right next to the subscribe button, there's a little little notification bell. You got to turn that on because if you don't, you're not going to get, you're not going to see when I when I drop these videos. And I know it's important to you to see them. Um, you can also listen to these podcasts on pretty much all streaming platforms, uh, Spotify. Um, I, I, uh, I listen to it on, uh, anchor.fm. I know it sounds weird that I listen to my own shit, but I have to, I got to make sure that these podcasts are getting better and better and better for you guys. Um, next week or not next week, next episode, I have a really, really great show. Um, it's like a heart to heart that I have with you guys. And I tell you guys a real um, personal story that I, guess I, I want you guys to um, hear. I think it's important. Um, so I look forward to that. And then once again, thank you guys so much. And uh, we'll, we'll see you next time.